All right. So let's begin. We are on the second line on Davchav Beis. Um, once we met, talk about flower pots, so that's an interesting subject. So we get a little bit sidetracked over here. So atzitz shel echad. You have the flower pot that belongs to an individual, somebody. Vizroim shel acher, and the plant in it, the the what's growing in the flower pot, it belongs to another fellow. So machar bal atzitz levazroim. If the flower pot owner is selling to the uh, plant owner, uh, he can easily acquire the flower pot by taking and pulling uh, the the flower pot towards towards him, and that's a kinyan. And the idea is is because a flower pot is a portable object, the way you acquire a portable object is by mashicha or by lifting it up. So it's not a problem. Okay, pulling or picking up. That's how portable objects more. But what if it's the other way around? The, the the flower pot owner wants to buy the flower off the guy who owns the plant, right? Lokana. That's not gonna work to 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 pull the flower pot towards him because the flower itself, what's growing in the pot, is land. Land there's no Kenyan Mishicha by land, okay? The only way to acquire land is with Kesav Star and Chazaka. So what do you have to do? The only way to make a kinyan on that, even though technically it's land that you could be Moshech, it doesn't, it halacha doesn't allow that, okay? So, uh, you have to do a chazaka on this realm. So you, you trim it, you trim the tree, you show ownership in some other way by uh, chazaka. But uh, you cannot uh, move it towards you to be, to be, and be considered okay. Now, atitz bizraim shel echad. Let's say you have the flower pot and the flower in it belonging to one individual, and he sells it to another. So you know you go to a, 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 a you know garden center, okay, Houston garden centers, and you want to buy a plant. So out there it's sitting in a flower pot. Let's say the flower pot has a hole in it. Again, that's obviously what we're talking about. And then it's sold to the next. Hey, Hexig Bizraim, if you make a kinyan on this Ram Kana, then it works. Kana Atzitz, then the flower pot comes along with it. And that's because, this is the regular rule, Kamar in Kiddushin, which is anything that's like, Nechazim She'en Lamachrayis is basically portable object. Nickname Im Nechazim She'en Lamachrayis is acquired together with Nechazim Tadua Bachrayis, the Kesev Shtar Chazaka, by money. If you transfer it with money, that also works. Shtar, document works. And Chazaka, show of ownership by uh, being Machzikit, you know, which is, you're doing things that only an owner would do in these things. Normally, you'd set a lock or something like that in property. That's uh, that qualifies. Okay, hechzik beatzitz. If you uh, just grabbed hold of the flower pot, or you etched something, or you did a change to the flower pot, afatzitz lokan. You didn't even acquire that. Yeah, the Kenyan of chazaka has to be in the plant because it doesn't work that way. Sorry, I own the flower pot. What? No, this is case B. This is where. If both belong to one person, and you're trying to acquire both, your kinyan on, of chazaka on the flower pot doesn't work for a flower pot, because that's a portable object that has to be acquired by Mashiach. Um, the, if the only way it can be acquired is via the plant in it, because nechasim she'en l'machrais is nickname is acquired by nechasim she'yesh l'machrais with kesef shtar and chazaka. Okay, so that brings us to the next case. Nakvo ba'aretz. What if you have the hole and uh, that's going into the ground, the hole in the flower pot, and that's in Eretz Yisrael. 
but the branches are growing and chutz v'nafav l'chutz v'aretz. So what, which status do we give to this plant? Is it an Eretz Yisrael plant, which requires um, uh, tithing, etc.? Um, all the dinim of Eretz Yisrael would apply. Or do we say it goes by where its, where its air space is? Okay, so by Amar Basar Nikvaz, you go by the old. And Rav Amar Basar Nikvaz, you go by where the branches are. Okay, so that's an interesting machlokis. Okay, but this is only if you're talking about a flower pot with a hole, because there's no real attachment to the ground. With the ashrish, but if it's actual roots going into the ground, and the bra- it's like a regular tree that's dig- that has roots in the ground, and its air and its branches are branching out into chutzlaritz, kula amalapligi that it for sure goes by where the roots are, because that's real roots. In other words, even the Gemara recognizes that although we say that there is sustenance that's drawn, it's limited and it's not the same as a, genu- a genuine root. But if there's a genuine root, then nobody would argue, even if the branches are over into Echutz it's going to be a, a part, an Eretz Yisrael plant. Kipligi B'dul where there is no root, and that's the story. Preg the Gemara, there's no machlokas where there's rooting. Even in roots, there's a dispute. Why do we see that? This is one of the famous Mishnayos in my, my opinion. It's a famous Mishnah in because, you know, you always scratch your head how, what's the right way to look at it. And there's the Mishnah. So we're talking about a step. Okay, you have two property properties. One property is elevated and then there's a big drop-off and then comes the other property. And that's where the property line is. My get all the way over up until where the wall is. And you have the next part okay, that's elevated. And coming out of the wall, coming out of the side, there's a nice little plant. So that's the question. Whose plant is that? Okay? The Yerek Bintayin. So it's coming out of the middle. Okay? Reme, your own Remeir says, it comes from the upper, it belongs to the upper one. Why? Because it goes by the roots. And after all, you know, without my dirt that's sustaining that plant, right. it wouldn't be growing. So it's mine. Oh mine. Okay. Review Domer, No, It belongs to the one below. So what do you see? Even though the roots is in that guys, Rebuda disagrees and says that it goes by the nof, by the branches. The branches are in my property. It's mine. So you see it's a machlokis even when it's rooted. Not like you're saying that the, everybody would agree when it's rooted, it's part of Eretz Yisrael. So the Gemara says, no, you have to understand, there there's a different reason. That's not talking about Eretz Yisrael vis-a-vis Chutzlaret. That's talking about who has the rights to that plant. Okay, so... The explanation is this: I'm a mayor. If the guy on top wants to take all his dirt, says, "You know what? This is all my dirt. My dirt. I'm going to take away my dirt. You have no plant because the plant's in in the right. The plant is in the air. Ain't uh, There's no there's no there's no plant here because it's it can you know it's drawing sustenance from my dirt. There's also no plant if I want to. Elevate my like, I think yeah. you have you have higher property. I'm gonna raise my property, fill my place with dirt, and then there's no plant either. Okay? So we both have control over the plant. And that's the Svara and that's the Mahlokis over there. Frag de Gamara, they're not arguing in the case of where it's rooted. Look at this price of Atanya. Elon, you have a tree. Mikzase Baaretz. And 
So what, what do we, how do we treat this tree? Okay, how do we look at this tree? It's grown on the border. Rabbi says, we look at all the plant, this tree, as tevel and chulin mixed together, because you can't know where it, is, where, where it draws its, its sustenance from, and therefore, basically, every, every apple in the apple tree is going to be looked at as a chilek tevel, a chilek chulin, and it's going to have to be tied some other way. Obviously, you can't use these, these apples to tie for something else. You have to take something else to tie for the apples, um, and that's the only way to do it. Or you could tithe from it, from it itself, but anyway, that's what Rebbe's opinion is. Rebbe Shimon Kamlilamar, no. Hagadu b'chiv, chayv. Hagadu b'tor, potter. Draw the line in the airspace. Whatever grew on the, on the <coughs> Eretz Yisrael side is Eretz Yisrael plants. Whatever grows on the Chutzlar side, it's Chutzlar plants. By love, mixes noifel barat, so mixes noifel b'chutzlar. It's all we're talking about. Even if it's rooted all in Eretz Yisrael, and part of the branches are going into, you go by the airspace. And you see that Rabshim Gamlil goes by the airspace. So Gemara said, no, no, no. Look, mixes Russian barats, mixes Russian barats. You assume that it's just the branches that are, you know, hanging out into Chutzlar. That's not the case. We're talking about where the roots are partially Chutzlar, partially Eretz Yisrael. My time is Rabshim Gamlil. So what's the logic of Rabshim Gamlil? That uh, it doesn't, I mean, you can't say that there's a line. You can't draw the line from the root to the fruit, right? It doesn't really go that way, right? So there it is. The mafzik tzunma, there's in the, the tree goes over a big boulder, a rock, <coughs> underground. So the roots on this side go up till the trunk, and then the roots on this side go up till the trunk, okay? What, and it's blocked, and they're not crossing over each other. And that's the point. My time with the Rebbe, uh, why does Rebbe say it's still a mixture? Because the the they right. come joined together in the, in, the, in the trunk. And then once it's in the trunk, you don't know where it's going. Okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, and, 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 and one opinion is that the trunk mixes it back up and you have no idea where things are going. No, it goes up straight. And if there's roots all on one side, then it's going to go up and it's going to feed the fruit on that side. And the one on this side is going to feed the fruits on that side and they don't cross over. And the, therefore the fruits and chutzarts don't need any tithing at all. And the fruits and Eretz Yisrael need full tithing. Okay, that's the way. Uh, it's fit to be tithed. Okay, and that's the. <laughs> all right, and that's the shita of Rav Shimon Okay, what? All right, brings us to Rav Yudah ben Maseira. Okay, Rav Yudah ben Maseira in the Mishnah says that you can't write on erasable paper where you could scratch it off, or on diftera. We'll define diftera shortly. Okay, so Rav Yudah ben so Amar Barasi. So just to understand that there's three halachic statuses of, of hide, okay? depending on how well it's processed. So the first hide that we talk about is matzah, which it sounds like the word matzah, but it's really similar in the sense that it's uh, you know, very little done with it. Not processed at all, the simplest way, meaning you just plain hide. Okay? Chifa, uh, which is the next level, and diphtera, which is the th- a third degree. But it, they're all in the process, you know, somewhere along the line of the process before it reaches parchment. Okay, so matzah kimashmo is what it sounds so like. So parchment is the fourth. Parchment's the fourth, okay. but there's three when it's Before, less than okay. that. Okay, so matzah kimashmo. Matzah is like it sounds like matzah, which is the lomaliach. They didn't cure it with salt, okay, to to dry it out. To look miach, 
It's also, they used to put flour on it, which is another stage of the processing. And the outfits, and also they didn't put the gallnut uh, juice on it to make it, um, to, to, make it um, to, to make it that you can't erase. Okay? <laughs> if you erase, you'll notice it. That's what, they didn't do any of the processing. So what's it relevant in the matzah stage? Like, so Shabbos is the shear for carrying on Shabbos. The Kamashur, what's the shear for that? Kedigtani Rabbi Shmuel Bar Yehuda, like Rabbi Shmuel Bar Yehuda explains, or Mishkal Kedana. It's good for, for if you have a weight and you want to protect the weight so it doesn't get bumped and does you know, maintains its true weight. So they would wrap it in this piece of leather, basically, and that's uh, and that's what the shear is. What's the what's the Mishkal Kedana? What's the smallest weight? The Kama Samrabai Kibur the River. It's basically an eighth, a quarter of a quarter of the Pompadisa Pompadisa. That's the smallest. Weight that was used at that time. And that's, okay. that's and that's what it's for. That's the shear for carrying on Shabbos. And remember, in Hilcha Shabbos, like we've seen, every different item, the carrying, the shear for carrying is what's a useful size of that thing. So this is the useful size is that it could wrap up a weight. Okay. Now chifa, what's the next level? That's the meliach for the kamiach. It's that only one stage was done with it. What's irrelevant for it? Also carrying. What's the shear for, for Achifa? Like the Mishnah says, it's to make a Kamea. Now, it's not really making a Kamea. Uh, but what it is, is it's, uh, it's uh, you know, they would, they would make a pocket where you keep the Kamea in. Okay, it's uh, like for they would put it in the necklace and like yeah. stick it into a pocket. That's the shear. Okay, and diftera, what is that? The What is the What is that for? It's our shabbos for carrying. And where's the shear for that? The kamashura get to write a get. Who's that going with? Of course, that's going with the shita that says that you could that you could write a get even on diftera. The idea is is that it's erasable now. Why is that? What's the pshita of chachamim? I'm a rebel lazar, rebel lazar. It's rebel lazar. The famous rebel lazar of Ede Misira Karti that it goes by the by the witnesses that are transferred, <coughs> seeing the transfer, and that's all that counts. Right? I'm Ede Misira Karti. That's the key thing. The signing is not the key thing, even if it wasn't signed at all. And therefore, even if it's erasable, but they saw what was written. They had to read it before. They know exactly what was written when it was given. That's all that counts. The Amora says, That's only if it's given that day. Okay, But if it was 10 days later coming up, meaning if 10 days later she's coming up with a document and says, yeah, that, that that's that's a problem. Why have a Maybe there was a condition. It's erasable. Yeah, the Aidim Misir might have forgotten. That's the Kasha. Kasha that they forgot. That she does. No, I feel kind of sorry. Even ten days later, they would recognize there was some special condition. Typical Gitin wouldn't have a condition. It rings a bell to them. Say, wait a second, something's off over here, and they messed around with it. This writing that Rabbi Lazar allows for is only a, a unique to Gitin. Any other document, though, it's not acceptable. Meaning, to write on a dift or anything erasable is no, not at all good according uh, if it's on any other star. Because um, uh, documents need to stand for a long time. This obviously won't stand for a long time because it can easily be 
messed with, and you wouldn't even know. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yechonon Amar, not true, Rabbi Lazar. Um, Afilu shtar is even any shtar. He's, once he holds Eid Mesira, Eid Mesira is all there is. And it doesn't matter if the document is not going to be able to last. Doesn't that Pasuk say that? He's, it's not a requirement in shtaris. It's, an, it's obviously a good idea in shtaris. You want to be able to prove it out of the document. You know, you're going into exile. That's what the Pasuk is talking about. You're going into exile for... Uh, for, for, for seven years, yeah, maybe you want documents that will last. You know, that's a good idea. It's just good advice, but it doesn't mean necessarily it's a requirement. And that is the story with that. Okay, so we'll just do the Mishnah, and we'll end with the Mishnah. Our culture and Lichtav is a get. Everyone's kosher to write a get. I feel a chirishot of a katan. Excellent question. What do you mean a chirishot of a katan? How are they writing a get? What's going on? We'll get there. We actually saw this earlier. A woman is able to write her get. And a man is able to write his the receipt. And it's fine. Because it doesn't matter except by the signature. That's when it's Mikulim. And therefore he, she will give it over the get to him to belong to him. And then it'll be signed, and then it'll be given to her, and it's a good get. And the same way with the receipt. The receipt of, I have received the, the full amount of the ksuva. He writes it, gives it to her, and then it's signed, and then she'll hand over the receipt back to him. That's also going to work. We'll see more about this in the Gemara. How does this work with Kher Shatul Excellent question.